On this episode of The Playbook, I have the modern-day renaissance man, Vernon Davis, former NFL tight end superstar, entrepreneur, actor, and producer. And we are going to talk about why you have to keep an open mind to get what needs to get done. Join me for all this and more on The Playbook. This is Entrepreneur's The Playbook where each week I bring you some of the greatest athletes, celebrities, and entrepreneurs to talk about their personal and professional playbook to success and what made them champions on the field and in the boardroom. I'm your host, David Meltzer. I have a superstar NFL tight end, but more importantly, an entrepreneur, actor, producer, Vernon Davis. Welcome to The Playbook. Oh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I'm going to start off right with the nerves, you've won a Super Bowl, you've done it all in football, but what's it like to share a screen with Dwayne Johnson and Zac Efron? I mean, that must be nerve-wracking compared to playing football in front of millions of people. Yeah, it's, um, it's a beautiful thing when you can when you can make a transition like that and, and do something you've always, well, I wouldn't say always, but something you've, you've come to, um, you, you've, something you've come to enjoy, right? I mean, it's just, it's just like one of those things, like the unexpected things just happen and, and all of a sudden you're doing this. So to be able to, to have this passion and desire to pursue acting and, and share the screen with Zac Efron and Dwayne Johnson has been, it's something I wouldn't trade, I would never trade it for anything. You know, playing football is not easy. You know, I would say it was easy, everybody would do it. And uh, mm-hmm. working and running Lee Steinberg and being Warren Moon's partner for a decade, you realize the spirit of excellence that it takes beyond talent, right? Some people may not ever have the talent, but beyond talent, you have to have the spirit of excellence to consistently, persistently work at it. The same holds true with acting. I remember Brad Pitt uh, interviewed by David Letterman and David Letterman said, well, man, I must just be so lucky to be so good looking. You know, you get all these roles. And Brad Pitt said, do you know how many good looking people there are in the world? I'm a great actor. You know, I work really hard at this and, you know, it's not just my looks. Yeah. I was blessed with some talent, but uh, this is a lot of hard work. Did you apply the same disciplines that made you a great football player into being an actor as well? Yeah. Yeah, I did. And I, and I think that before you jump into anything, you have to know exactly what you're doing. <clears throat> and um, I remember back when I first started, to get into acting, I was like, ah, let me just go in here. Yeah, I'm just going to jump in. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> but then you find out that it man, it takes so it's so much that goes into it. Uh, the the technique, the the tools, and everything that you need to have to be a good performer. Uh, it's just like anything else, like football. You have to know what you're doing before you go into it. Yeah, true. I've done over 750 of these podcasts, and you know the first ones with Andre Reid and Warren Moon and Lee Steinberg. I dread listening to thinking, yeah, I'll just jump into this. How hard is it to interview someone? Uh, but it, it's taken some discipline to work. Now, you know, on the entrepreneur side, it seems, you know, you've always had a very open mind. Uh, you try things, you look at them. A lot of people get unifocused. You know, they go through life with blinders on that, you know, they're not looking for opportunities. They're not looking to expand and grow. Where is this perspective come from? You know, the idea that you can do whatever you want to do, you're willing to do the work, but you're pretty pretty open minded to a lot of different things. Yeah, I think um, 
you know, I've just always had an open mind. You know, I try to think outside the box and I try to be open to and everything if it makes sense and if it's something that I'm really into. But I, I've also learned that you have to have passion for whatever it is that you're doing. If you don't have passion, it's not going to be organic. It's not going to going to come through uh, to be true. And you always want to be true, just like acting. You want to you want to show the truth. And, and that's what I believe in when it comes to uh, the things that we are into. And, you know, choosing what to do, let's take the two production companies you have, Real 85 and Between the Lines Production. How do you decipher, you know, vetting what to do and who to do it with? You know, especially when you're looking at new type of uh, entrepreneur venture like production, which is hyper complex, highly relationship capital oriented, uh, very much, you know, risky. And yet you have two successful production companies, Real 85 and Between the Lines. How do you decipher or decide on, you know, vetting out the best partners and the best way to go about that? Well, I feel like um, what my partner with Between the Lines is Sean Hardy. He's a former football player and he's very, very, very talented. He's a great writer. He's a uh, producer, director. He can do it all. He's like a Swiss Army knife. And then there's uh, Real 85 Productions that I started. I just, I want Real 85 means a lot to me because I took it, it stems from my my jersey number. And uh, I just thought it was, I always had the, um, um, I've always been associated with that number 85. Love that number. Um, so I try to use it, incorporate it into to a lot of the things that I do. And there's also, uh, you probably didn't mention, but uh, there's TMG, um, which is a production company that I, that we have in Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald Georgia, uh, with some partners of mine, Mike and, and Alexander Kane. Uh, we started that one a few years ago. Uh, I'm really excited about that one because we've shot four Bruce Willis films down there already. And the city of Fitzgerald is giving us everything as long as we're bringing movies there. So when it comes to space and uh, having access to different things there, they're more than willing to help us with that. So, um, I'm mostly excited about that uh, production company there. You know, one of the advantages of playing for the Niners is being around the consciousness of the Silicon <laughs> Valley, right? You, it, you learn more than just playing football for the Niners. Uh, it's the atmosphere and the consciousness of being in the circle. Some of the players that aren't even as good as you advantage you know cam colvin for example is a young entrepreneur that i work with that you know went in almost purely with the intention of hey i may not be the greatest niner ever to play but i'm going to take advantage of the access that i get from playing for the niners with the most powerful entrepreneurial uh people you know in probably the world and you are just all over the place. You know, companies that I work with, like Pathwater, Next Play Capital, you have Rift Cold, your brew, you know, Jamba Juice, and you've extended that out into DC. Are you partnering with someone in all of your ventures uh, or do you do anything by yourself? Well, I try to do, there, there's, I've done a lot of things by myself, especially real estate. I've, I bought a lot of real estate once I arrived in Washington, DC in 2016. Uh, I did some 1031 exchanges where I took some properties from California and then uh, bought the ones in Washington, D.C. so that I wouldn't have to pay those taxes uh, on those properties. So uh, <laughs> I see you laughing at me. <laughs> uh, but um, but yeah, I did that. And then there's other ventures. I try to I try to be diversified um, just so I won't be locked in one box and stay systematic. 
you know, you learn that when you in the, you're taking stocks and bonds classes. I took one of the stocks and bonds class at University of Miami, and they always said, try not to be idiosyncratic. Make sure you're always system systematic when it comes to everything. Wow. And you have diversified extensively. For you, what are you most excited about? I didn't even mention the supplement company, Timeless, you know, all the different ventures you have. Where and what excites you the most of all the things you're dealing with? Uh, you know, the, the thing that excites me most, uh, the, uh, the one company that I really love is Riff Cold Brew. Riff Alter Ego is um, driven by coffee fruit. Uh, those who don't know, uh, coffee fruit has been really, uh, has been neglected, right? It's very toxic for the environment, for one. And then, um, you know, it's, it's just it's just something that you throw away, you discard it because it's, it's not, it's not really, it, 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 before Riff started using it, it wasn't really used for anything at all, but they've taken this fruit called cascara and they've, they've made the world a better place because the, the environment is not toxic, toxic anymore. And now farmers have a way to bring in rev more revenue for themselves. You know, instead of just selling the coffee bean, they can now sell the coffee fruit as well. Uh, and that's where Riff Alter Ego comes in. They make this drink is um, super high in antioxidants, is uh, natural energy, natural sugar. And now you can enjoy a drink that's, uh, that's right for everybody. You know, it's so funny because the other Davis that I'm friends with, Baron Davis, reminds me of you. <laughs> BD. <laughs> exactly. My boy BD is he's into everything as well. But one thing that people <laughs> don't realize is that people that are capable of prioritizing, implementing, diversifying what they're doing are also really good at saying no. Uh, mm -hmm. Because in order to get into that many deals, there has to be at least nine deals that you've said no to, to get to the one that you've said yes to. What are some of the things you've learned about uh, from playing then into and off of the field, saying no to people, uh, because you and I both know we can't say yes to everyone. Right. No, you're, exactly, you're absolutely right. When it comes to, uh, like I said, the whatever you're investing in, it has to be true to who you are and what you represent. And you have to be involved with things that you're super excited about. And for me, I understand it. I understand that I, I just can't invest in everything. You know, it has to, can I wake up in the morning and promote this product? Can I, can I drink this product religiously? Can I, can I eat it? Can I take it with me everywhere and not think twice? Yeah, it has to be something like that. It has to be true to this. You have to think about it. I like to think. I'm a thinker. I try to take my time and, and think about things before I make a decision. And I encourage everyone to always think before they do anything. Yeah, and it's not always easy, right? We, we love to get emotionally attached to things and mm -hmm. make decisions on emotions, especially as athletes. We're more emotionally triggered than, than academically uh, triggered because of what we've practiced for so long. Um, the name of your supplement company is Timeless, and that was intriguing to me as well. Uh, people that study time, that utilize time in their branding, usually have a unique perspective on being present, on how to utilize the activities that they have and utilize time in a productive, accessible, and gracious way. Why, number one, you know, is that name Timeless uh, utilized for your supplement company? And two, what does it mean to you? I think timeless represents uh, the longevity that I've been able to have in my professional career. 
And um, when I think timeless, I, I think about giving someone a formula to success and a formula to longevity, because in life, we, all, we have to, it's all about discipline. And I feel like I was disciplined throughout my career by doing everything that I was supposed to do and beyond, you know, like stretching three to four times a day, eating properly, um, consume a proper, consuming proper nutrition and just taking care of myself overall and my well-being. And, and, and that's how we're supposed to treat life. You know, if you want to, especially if you want to be around and you want to be consistent. <clears throat> so that's what time stands for. And, you know, speaking of success, you know, I believe that people like you that are successful in all the different variants in your life, relationships, on the field, off the field, ventures, venture capital, real estate, franchises, all the different things that you're involved with, usually have a firm belief in what success is and it's changed over time. How has success changed for you over time and what does it mean for you today? For me, over time, success, um, I know success for me, I think success starts, it's the root. It's the foundation of where you come from, right? And um, I think the same success that you've had in anything will always be there. And it can always get better and better. But it starts from the foundation. And my foundation is being, like I said, being consistent and outworking everyone that I come across. And it's, it, that starts with just um, being dedicated to something. Right. If you're dedicated and and you're into it and you're 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 passionate, then you're going to you, you have to put the work in. And there's a difference between being good and being great. I tell everyone this story all the time. When I when you when you wake up in the morning, you go into the building and you, and you do what you're supposed to do, everything you expected to do. You finish your work and then you leave. Right. But the ones who are great, they go in and they, they stay longer. They they work from 8 a.m. to to 11 p.m. They, they don't really have a, a time where they start working, you know, because they they know that what they're doing is 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 putting in the work and it's going to pay off. And, and they don't think twice about it because it's natural and and it became it becomes a habit. That's that's the difference between being being good and being great. And one of the other areas beyond that kind of conscious behavioral consistency that I find in that spirit of excellence that you have and so many other great athletes and entrepreneurs uh, and philanthropists like yourself is gratitude itself. Uh, having the mindset and the heart set of always feeling grateful for what we have. How has gratitude played a role in your career and how do you use gratitude today to continue the success that you have? Oh yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, gratitude is huge. You have to really be, my grandmother used to always say, be thankful for the little things and bigger things will come. So we have to be super thankful for everything that we have and we, we can't take it for granted because we don't have to be in this position. We don't have to be in this space, you know? So we, we, we always need to take time and just be, and just show the thankfulness of everything that we have, even the smaller things and never complain. You can't complain because when you complain, you're just putting yourself in a hole. You don't want to put yourself in a hole because, you know, life is all about patience. Just because you don't have a certain thing now doesn't mean you're going to get it. You have to be patient and hope for the best and always stay uh, super optimistic about everything. And how do you blend, you know, you're one of the most persistent people with perseverance, you know, complete focus in what you're doing. But how do you blend that perseverance and persistence with <clears throat> patience? You know, it's a very odd 
uh, unique aspect of, of you that you, you know, you're what I call a ferocious Buddha. You know, you're like so ferocious when you want to go get something, but you're Buddhist and allowing it to happen. How do you blend persistence with patience? Um, I think you just, I, I think if you understand that, if you understand that all good things, all amazing things take time and, and you can never rush anything. Anytime you rush, you just run into a mistake or you, you hit a wall, right? And then when it comes to, Persistence, persistence is just, you, you know, just, um, just taking every, every failure that you've had, right? Every failure and every, every, every doubt and, and every worry and, and all those things. And, and just, and just knowing that, just looking at it, just paying attention to it and knowing that you, you've had those moments, but you've also, um, you've also, propelled at every level and at every moment you've had those doubts and those 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 worries so you know when it so when it comes to persistence and 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 patience and all those things you just have to understand you have to look at your past pretty much just look at your past and know that everything is going to always work out if you're true to who you're supposed to be meaning if you're if you're a great person if you're doing everything you hold yourself accountable doing everything that you're supposed to do, everything that, pe that people expect of you and more, and just being a wonderful person, everything is going to align the way it needs to align. Yeah, and you are in the pursuit of that greatness and your potential. Last question real quick, what's next? What's, what's <clears throat> next on the agenda? You got so many things going on, entrepreneur, actor, producer. What's next for you? Uh, next for me, I think, is just continuing to just build on what I have in place and just to just you know taking on the unexpected right yeah I, I don't really know i know i know the vision that i have in my mind but i don't really know how it's going to to navigate me you know you know what i mean and that's what makes life so beautiful is that you have this idea you have this these goals and these expectations of yourself and you know that you're working hard at everything that you do but you don't know how it's going to help what the course is going to be like, but you know, it's going to be good. So I'm just, uh, I'm just looking forward to that. Well, I think it'll be more than good. I think it'll be great. You are a modern day Renaissance man, Vernon Davis, entrepreneur, producer, actor, all around great guy, to be honest. Thank you so much for joining me. Well, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of The Playbook as much as me. On a personal note, I just wanted to thank everyone for making The Playbook such a success. Don't forget to continue it by sharing, subscribing, and listening to your favorite episodes. This is Dave Meltzer with The Playbook. <laughs>